What up, what up, what up, my people? Today, let's get into this. I want to talk about the saying, an empty cup cannot pour into another. And especially when it comes to food and fuel and self-care. Many of us forget to eat, don't eat till 10 p.m., no breakfast, no lunch, and everyone is different. Breakfast works for me, a light dinner works for me, maybe opposite works for you, but what I want to talk about today is being mindful of if you are eating or if you are going on to empty. Because if you're going on to empty, you're not going to continue to be able to pour into others. And we have to help one another be able to recognize it's okay to take a break. It's okay to take a break to eat. It's okay to take a break to go to the bathroom. You factor these things into your life. Otherwise, you've signed up for your own career and your own business and you get there at 10 and then you have slave labor charges, you know, the way that you treat yourself. You you work all the way to 12, no breaks. You didn't get up to go to the bathroom. You didn't eat. If you had a, a, a boss like that, you would probably want to take them to court. So think about, are you a nice boss to yourself? So let's get into this, peeps. Are you a beauty professional who's a self-proclaimed artist and product junkie yet lacks in the business and marketing aspect of your businesses. Each episode of All Things Nausea, I'll deliver creative solutions for creative people, sharing with you fun tips and tricks and business basics to deliver the best to your business, to yourself, and to your customers. In essence, I want to help you run your business so your business isn't running you. Okay, okay, so I have recognized that a lot of people have issues with food. I didn't know that. I just thought obese and overweight people, which I have been since about first grade and grew into obesity, but I always just thought, oh, we have the problem. You know, the fat people, the obese people, the overeaters and all this, because you can see my overeating disease on my body, right? Then I got into it deeper and deeper and deeper and, and really see and recognize and listen and observe and see, oh, most people in the U.S. do have issues with food. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're always compulsively overeating every night like I was until I got help or, you know, could be thin, thin people, but still most people don't know when to say when, you know, most people feel after dinner, like, oh, I got the itis, oh, I, I ate too much, oh, my belly, it's like, and then a lot of people are then are in bad moods, like, oh, I didn't eat, it's like 1 p.m., but they got up at 6 a.m., you know, it's like, I haven't eaten yet, so I'm really crazy, I'm, I'm running around, it's like, it's really a shame that we are in this production, financial enslavement type of culture where lots of grown adults are running around not knowing how to feed themselves. I was one of them. I wasn't trained by my parents, so I had no idea. But I worked with a lot of, you know, other people as well that were older than me. And I remember the 60, probably like 61-year-old Italian guy, definitely from the mob era and culture, Right. And it would be he got up probably about 7 a.m. I was doing business with him. It'd be about 1 p.m. and he would have a breakdown every day. 
and it would be because he was too hungry. And it's like, bro, you're 61 years old. You haven't figured out yet how to eat. And that's not a judgment. It's more like you got to get this sorted because every single day you have a meltdown around one and it's because you're hungry. You need to learn that you might need to have a bagel around 11 or something, you know? So it's like these patterns that just keep going and going and not trying to find solutions. So here's a, here's an acronym. It's HALT, H-A-L-T. And you can check with yourself when you're feeling moody or off or not 100% or not the right time. You want to check in with yourself with the HALT. Am I too hungry? Am I too angry? Am I too lonely? Am I too tired? And then we try to find ways to help with that. You know, if you're too hungry and lonely, it might not be the best time to, you know, broach a big conversation or, 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 or do an interview or something like that. So you want to check in on those things. So I want to talk about food. Food is fuel. and Food is not fun. You know, you could still go out and have fun with the people and the, you know, the tasty food and people that make food. I love all that. It's art. But a lot of us have food issues, right? Lots of us, you know, I listen. So we're eating too much or not enough or just forgetting to eat altogether. So think about what that says about you and what you think about yourself or what you've been conditioned and programmed to think of yourself, you know? Why would you work all day on 10 people and then and not eat at all? Is it that you don't have time to eat? Is it that you drink coffee so that you're not hungry? Whatever it is, it's, you know, trying to balance these sugar levels and figuring out what gives you even keel energy. That is the biggest benefit for me. I have lost a lot of weight from eating differently, but the biggest benefit, and that's the biggest benefit according to the doctor, otherwise I was going to die, but the biggest benefit for me is that I have even keel energy throughout the whole day because I don't have these crashes and burns of going too long without eating and then eating or or and then overeating because you were hungry or um you know these sugars ups and downs and crashes and burns it's just it's even keel energy and I figured out a system and it took me about 25 years you know I I knew it back in my 20s to try and try and try and just keep trying but that's the name of this game. It's perseverance. And you just keep trying and you find the appropriate help. The thing for me is, yes, I tried for 25 years, but not alone. Do you know what I mean? I had help, but I needed a lot of help in a lot of areas in the material world with money and food, relationships and all that. So it takes time. But if you can find the right help and you can have the willingness and perseverance, it will all work out. So the thing is, We've been programmed to forego our self-care, to forego our eating, to take that one more client, and to care for others. Yet, you've probably already experienced, and if you don't take my word for it and the others who I've heard from, that that will only turn into resentment and burnout if not balanced out. You know, meaning that you keep foregoing, you know, what you wanted to do for a client and all that. And in the beginning, I would say, yes, if it's your one to one to three years of in business and trying to build a clientele, you should say yes to everything. If they want an appointment at 6 a.m. or 10 p.m., say yes to everything until you build up a clientele 
and then curtail the hours. Now, this is a case-by-case -case thing. This is a someone, if someone has some business acumen and then they're changing careers and you already know about boundaries and all that stuff, okay, set your hours. I take appointments from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and that's that. Um, and that's going to be, you know, kind of roundabout and case-by-case -case scenario. So if you need my help, you can always contact me. All right, so let's give some practical examples of what we can do. Because most people that I'm talking to are like, oh, I know I can do better. But then they either don't have the, they usually don't have the resources in the help department. Not meaning you pay, you have a chef. You know, like we're not at that point now where you're like someone grocery shops for your chefs and your food's all prepared. That would be nice. But you can have a goal. You know, I always had a goal to work my way up to being able to make enough money to afford to be able to buy prepared meals. So it's already done. It's, it's cooked. It's, I don't want to do all that. Um, but now I do do my own grocery shopping cooking because I enjoy it. But that's something that you can work your way up to. Budget it. Buy six or seven prepared meals or get on a meal plan. Whatever it is to keep you eating. Now, a lot of times I also fall into this too where I have my good good food made and it's all good. Then emotions come and I'm like, nah, I don't want that. And then I want to go buy a hamburger. I want to go buy some kind of restaurant food. So it's going to be a balance. But most importantly, don't let yourself run on empty and then you're you're pooling from all the reserves. Your sugar levels are down and you're just pushing through to do just one more client. Why? We live in a really abundant universe, an abundant land, you know, that was has all its its issues, you know, but there is abundance here. So why would you not take advantage of being able to eat? You want to really look into that. It's like, well, I'm surviving. I got to pay all my rent. Well, I, I really don't feel like worth it. Oh, I want to take care of other people and not me. You, you, an empty cup cannot pour into others. So if you really think you're serving people by sacrificing your meals day in and day out, I make mean, one time. Okay, fine. You have a client that's been there for 10 years. You know, she's, she's pregnant and about to go into labor and you say, okay, fine. I'll come to eat. whatever it is, but not day in and day out, day in and day out. People are telling me, oh, I forgot to eat. Day in and day out, I forgot to eat translates to I forgot to care for myself. I don't know how to care for myself. I don't want to care for myself. I want to harm myself. It all translates into that. So look deep into that and, and see if you can start to eat at your space. I don't care if you buy the food out or get it. Most of the people that are buying food every day can't afford it. You know, the wealthy people, they don't really eat out. They go out to eat for business. They don't just eat out for no reason. Like if I was with my grandmother, Nana would go out as a treat, like once a month. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, we're, I look at my bank balance sometimes when I do go a little off kilter and I'm like, what in the heck? I spent $500 on food. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really, really adds up. All right. So let's get into like three um, little helpful tips here. First, planning and food prep. You can learn a lot from those bodybuilders and people like that, even if you don't want to go to the gym all the time. But this food prep, I used to call it a cooking palooza. On Sundays, I would cook all my meals for the week. And I like cooking a lot of different things at a time. Actually, yesterday I did it because I'm going to go on to a four-day retreat. And I was cooking for another friend as well. I offered that as my service. Like, hey, I'm going to cook my meals anyway. I cook you. So yesterday alone, let me like rip off what I made in, in one day. Now, I also am skilled at this and very fast, just like doing now. So some of y'all might be some or not. I made a turkey meatloaf. I made a whole tray of sweet potatoes. I made a whole tray of roasted Brussels sprouts. I made lentils. I made rice. 
I made uh, a tomato basil mozzarella salad and baked chicken. I made all of that in the matter of two and a half to three hours in the morning. I got up early, did it all, dishes, everything done, packaged. I got those food prep containers. They're in the freezer now, all done and ready, right? If that's not you, then you make one meal, right? But there are some people on here that listen, but whatever it is you plan, look at your week. Okay, get some pretzels, get some hummus, get some crackers, something so that you're eating every couple hours. Certain people need to eat every two or three hours. Certain people need to eat every four hours. Certain people can have spaces with a six hour thing. But the thing is, you really don't know. Most people are like, oh, I don't eat all day and I eat at 10 p.m. at night. If that works for you, fine, but I doubt that it's working energy wise, right? But it could be. Okay, so plan and food prep. That's number one. Grocery shop. Try to make it the same day weekly for two years. That's what I did. I hated grocery shopping. I never grocery shop. Sometimes I go into the grocery store, leave with nothing because I got so overwhelmed with labels I didn't even know, right? But try. Every Tuesday, I went grocery shopping. Every Tuesday. Now I don't have a certain day. I just go when I need it because it's already implemented that it's like, hey, food is low, I go, right? So I fell off a lot in those two years. So pick a day. I'm going to go grocery shopping this night. Now, Something else that's that I learned is that um, is that I uh, had the same. Someone trained me for this. Like you know, you have your protein, vegetables, carbs, right? So on the protein list, I would write all the protein that I like. I like chicken. I like tuna. I like ground turkey, and I like beef. Like once once a month during my PMS time, right? So I would have that. You can write out a list, write out that list, and then I would just circle it. All right, this week I'm going to buy chicken and tuna, right? So that you're not reinventing the wheel every single time. And then for the carbs, I'll have like a sweet potato, rice, or quinoa. And okay, am I doing brown? You know, you have these things in your pantry so that it becomes like a system. So every day you're not reinventing the wheels. And then you also want to, um, you know, a lot of times people will shop and then they let the food go bad because they don't like eating that, right? I create certain things like around my PMS time, I go off script and I, and I eat a little bit more. So you want to have it where, um, you know, you're able to have meals ready to go. Or if you have enough money and you can eat out every day, okay, find some restaurants. But if you're listening to this and this is you and you're like, oh yeah, almost every time after I eat, I have stomach problems. I have digestion. I have this. You really want to work on this, not poo-poo it and then just go, well, let me just keep doing clients. Figure out what works for you. It took me a long time, but now I'm at a place now where I don't really have to question what I eat. The shopping is automatic, and I have even kill energy. Last week, actually, I was a little bit heartbroken, and then there was also like a lot of intensity with you know, discussions and with people and like intimacy and vulnerability. Oh, my God. So there was a lot of time where I didn't actually feel like eating because my stomach was too rumbly with emotion. So then I would, you know, just not eat and kind of push through work. And then I got that feeling that I used to have all the time where it's like, oh, now I like, I'm just too hungry, like too hungry to be chewing on a lettuce. Now I just want to grab sugar to like make that overly hungry feeling go away. So that's my plan on that. Like, you know, but don't eat willy nilly and don't eat out all the time. Actually have a plan and try to stick with it. So um, you know, most people can't do that, but some can. All right. So second thing is watch and observe. We don't know ourselves yet. That's what I was alluding to. Like, are you, are you hungry? Does sugar really affect you? Does lack of sugar really affect you? 
A lot of people use sugar as a mood stabilizer or an escape. Don't be asleep at your wheel. Don't be asleep at the wheel. Be be in your life, really. I, I used food and sugar a lot to escape, to be like, uh, okay, goodbye and good night. And it works. One of my therapists said, well, people use food because it works. And I was like, it really does. Like, food does really shut it on down. <laughs> so, but this is more for I want you to have enough energy and not get resentful towards your clients or feel burned out. When people are like, oh, I'm burned out and I'm taking a break from social media. Well, social media is a free marketing tool. I, I don't want us to have to take breaks from it because that means we're overindulging. We're overindulging in social media. We're overindulging in not eating and taking care of our clients, not doing any self-care, and then we get burnt out. That is an irresponsible, uneducated business person, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a, it's a person that actually doesn't even know they're a business person, right? Because you have to have these parameters and boundaries in there. Now, you spend all day touching people, right? All day giving to people, all day nurturing people, all day feeding people, but we do not give that to ourselves. Maybe that's why you don't have as many clients as you want. Maybe that's why you're falling out of love with things because you don't have the right balance for yourself. Your clients are happy with your work, but you are not then taking care of yourself. So don't go all the way left with an aggressive attitude to care for yourself. Like, well, I I'm doing this for my, you know, that's usually what happens. Why not? Okay. That's not exactly self-care, but you're getting closer. All right. Now, the last thing is, Ask yourself, why do you not eat and take on another client? Is it from the hustle mentality? Is it because you're always in survival mode? Is it because your bills are late? Is it that you always put people before you? Does it come from your parents that they didn't feed you well? Ask yourself. These answers will reveal a lot of stuff of where your business is stuck, right? It's going to be a reflection because you are your business. You're going to see where you're stuck, right? Maybe that's why you don't have enough money or enough clients. So all of this stuff is metaphysically entwined. You know, just like when I talk about, if you look at the inside of your purse, I can see how, what the inside of your mind and the inside of your business is. So these are really important things. So I would love to hear from you. I would love to see, um, you know, where you're at with your eating, if you need help with it, if you're like, oh, yeah, that really resonated with me, anything, you know. So please reach out to me. My email is najazone at gmail.com. That's N-A-J-A-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you need any help, I do have a lot of classes and a lot of one-on-ones and coaching. So you can check them out at learn.najanailguru.com. That's learn.najanailguru. Now, I want to offer this. To anyone that's listening to this, and this is for a short time, so if you listen to this, you know, after this airs, you can still contact me and see if it's available, but this is for people that are absolutely in shambles, right? And this is a six-month program. If you're in shambles and no clients, if you're in shambles with your money, you don't know which way's up. If you're in shambles with your eating, if you're in shambles with self-care, if you're in shambles with all of them, I was. And I had a therapist that I started going to weekly. At that time, I think she charged 150, but she allowed me to pay 110 for the first for the first year to get help because I really needed help, right? So I would like to offer that to anyone out there that needs help. For 110 dollars a month, you can meet with me twice a month. 
two meetings a month to keep you on track and we will do this for a six month period. So if you do the math, it's probably about 700 bucks for six months, 110 monthly. You can pay me monthly and your life will be changed at least in the way of having a foundation and a blueprint of what to follow, right? And even if hopefully you'll follow it and you just keep it moving and keep the momentum and you grow. If not, could be like me, a late bloomer, where it's okay, I have the blueprint, but it still takes about four or five years to really implement. But now look, I'm implementing and able to help other people. So if you'd like to take advantage of that offer, please contact me, nausezone at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram at the underscore nausea. And you can send me a direct message there. So I hope that you eat well today and and be mindful of overeating because I know when I'm full now. I didn't know before. I'm satiated, but then I'm like, you know what? There's like two more bites so I don't have to feel this conversation I'm about to have with my housemate. You know what I'm saying? So let's support each other on that because it's just not the big people that have that problem. Everyone that I go out to dinner with or, or eat, they're always like, oh, they always got something to say. And it's like, we have like food issues here in this very abundant food place. So ciao peeps. Thank you.